0: Science Films. I'm Jimmy P, filmmaker and sexual astronaut. And as ever, I'm joined by my mysterious co-host,
1: James Morris, You one half of the Mad Science Films team. How's it going, guys? So remember, if you like this video, then please hit the like button. If you've been enjoying the Mad Science content, then want to subscribe to our channel and follow us on Facebook. And any comments, leave those in the comment section down below. Let's crack on with the show
0: yeah boy also guys please check out our fourth feature film for free we've chucked it over on youtube so just search for little monster or click on the link in the show notes below this week we are campaigning for a forgotten masterpiece of genre cinema to be given the exquisite blu-ray treatment and this week is jimmy m's choice jim what are you bringing before us
1: I'm bringing you a AC's fantasy uh, film called Wizards of the Lost Kingdom. Here's the synopsis. So here we go. When evil evil screams throughout the world, when all the galaxies converge, when all that's fair and fine seems lost, a hero will emerge. Beautiful, Jim
0: i know did you write that did you write that yourself
1: uh imdb brought it to me i thought it was wonderful so there we go (laughs) this yeah this is um i think we were discussing the bite when we curse too yeah and uh we're about bo svensson um and well, so I think we talked about on the review? Were we, or was it after or before I mentioned? Oh, it was a, actually
0: in the in, in the show itself. Yeah.
1: Right, yeah. So yeah, I just seen Bo. I was like, yeah, which is the last kingdom? What a what a great film. Um, and uh, and then I think Jim went away and I had a look. And uh, yeah, we are discussing it. It's such a. It's one of those films. I'm sure we've all got those films. They're such a big part of our childhood. And I remember watching this a few times growing up. And uh, I just enjoyed the ride. It was just a, such a cool film. A lot of quirky characters um, just good sit down with a with a bowl of something nice and just munch away watching this absolute delight and um, yeah so brilliant I mean there's so much, I mean this is like Conan for kids isn't it this is kind of like a, like an easy step of stone into that world of fantasy but without all the uh, too much blood and guts and sex which you kind of see in the um, the Conan films, but yeah, I just, I just, I think it's a great film. It's got his flaws. He's got his, uh, it's got his cheesy moments. He's got his somewhat, um, it's, it kind of stretch. I mean, the prologue of this film is a bit, uh, it just seems like, well, it is a bit from, um, the Roger Corman cuts it of other films. Um, yeah. so yeah, I, I, I really enjoy it. I, I it was a really good film. Um, part of my childhood, Love it.
0: Brilliant. You had a much better childhood than me, mate, because I did not see this as a kid. The, the cover is familiar. I will yeah. go into that in a bit, but perhaps for the wrong reasons. Yeah. But yeah, I, I never caught this as a kid. So when you mentioned, you know, you were like, yeah, Bo Svensson, I knew Bo. And you were like, yeah, Wizards of the Lost Kingdom. I was like, I hadn't heard of that. So uh, yeah, I had, to, I had to check it out. And yeah, damn, it is a low-budget sword and sorcery flick for kids that is really entertaining Um, it wears its influences very much on its sleeve Uh, I don't Mm. think it's any sort of secret that it is Star Wars with the pieces moved around a little bit you know,
1: yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's it's
0: very much got that Star Wars like overall story of the traditional hero's journey. You know, like you know, an innocent yeah. goes on a journey and you know meets uh, you know adversary and has a mentor character, but so yeah, so. <laughs> It, it, it all gets mixed up, mixed around a bit. So uh, you've got this Chewbacca-looking character, but the Chewbacca character is, like, with the kid. So that's kind of, like, almost like a R2-D2. It, it serves the R2-D2-C3PO mm. role following the kid along. Then you've got, mm. like, the mentor character. So, like, in Star Wars, again, that's Obi-Wan, but they swap it around, so your Han Solo character becomes your mentor character, and that's Bo. Uh, Bo's playing this, you know, rogue type character, you know, he's, you know, like very laconic and, uh, you know, yeah, a smuggler and he's, he's into boozing and women and all that kind of stuff. But what's great, yeah. and, it, and, it, and it's completely just an, uh, anachronistic to the rest of the film is he's basically playing it like John Wayne. He's like this cowboy character playing it in the film and i loved it i absolutely love it but at the same time he's kind of like training up the boy and giving the boy advice like obi-wan was in star wars so and and even more and this is the one that i think is brilliant and absolutely speaks to your experience jim with star wars obviously you've got luke skywalker and what's he supposed to be about like seventeen, eighteen, i think like in, in Young, yeah yeah they've taken the luke skywalker character in this and they've made it an actual kid and i think that's brilliant in terms of you know if you're at home yeah on a saturday morning munching on your cereal and you're watching this like luke skywalker is something you can aspire to be you know like oh yeah that could happen to me when i'm older in this mm. character uh, this character simon you know that could be you right after you finish your cereal you know uh, and i think that's <laughs> what's brilliant about the film and it's it's a similar kind of thing that they did way back when in the 30s so you had the superman character right which was great and you know like kids used to read Superman and there was this rip-off character originally called Captain Marvel and because of rights issues became Shazam and the great thing about that was you know uh, this was in the 40s was you know it was a little kid who said a magic word and became, a su- became basically Superman um, and there was a point then at which yeah Captain Marvel Shazam was a bigger character than Superman which is absolutely crazy to think of now but in the 40s kids lapped it up because you know you didn't have to wait to grow up to become Clark Kent you could just say a magic word and boom and I think <laughs> yeah. I think that's what really connects well with this film I mean I'm a kid at heart so I really enjoyed it but I absolutely would have no problem showing this film to my kids and I think they would connect to it too and as Jim said very rightly with a lot of these Corman productions or like Italian rip-offs and stuff like that You've got weird, inappropriate, inappropriate nudity or gore and stuff like that. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. and there's been a few like Italian Star Wars ripoffs I've shown the kids like Star Crash, and I've had to kind of like go, oh, uh, yeah, cover your eyes, or yeah, there's some scary shit coming up. Uh, but no, they absolutely commit to this being a kids' film, a family-friendly kids film. Um, and it's brilliant. Um, yeah. So Roger Corman like. Uh, made this and a series of other films in South America back in the 80s. And Jim, you were talking about the director, uh, Hector Ol- Oliveira. Um, so this was yeah, made in yeah. 85. I think this was in the middle of a bunch of films that, yeah, Corman produced out in, in South America. Obviously, I think it was a lot cheaper to make films out there. So, Jim, you were saying about a few of the other films um, that the the director made. Have you Have you got those to hand?
1: Yeah, it was called... Barbarian Queen, um, he's done a lot of other films, not really fantasy, though, that I can see. Um, he does a lot of, like, like Two to Tango, The Night of the Pencils, so not really fantasy. So, as far as I can see on his IMD.
0: The Night of the Pencil?
1: Night of the, night of the Pencils, um, which is...
0: A future episode, definitely.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so do a bus fares in Argentina, Pfft, totally different to fantasy films, but oh, yeah. maybe that's the one we look at. But I don't know. But, so
0: yeah, I love about Corbin, Right? Is he, he? He? You know, this was what eighty five. So it's a few years on from Conan. Mm. He'd done at this point. He'd already done like the straight up uh, Conan rip offs. Then obviously he was looking at you know doing like a family friendly kind of one. So great, you know, he's mm-hmm. getting as much mileage out of this uh, as he can. Mm. And then, as you were saying with Barbarian Queen, he's like, okay, what if I took the Conan character, made it a woman, a scantily clad woman, I could double my audience. <laughs> and yeah, there you go. You know, it was a Red Sonia type ripoff. which again, I think off the top of my head, Red Sonia was around about 85 as well. So, mm. you know, God bless Roger Corman, finding a way to get as much money out of every film and, you know, grab as much of the audience as possible. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The, the prologue, is a complete waste of time, has no bearing yeah. on the rest of the plot, and is just, yeah, like footage from earlier Sword and Sorcery Corman flicks. So, I, I,
1: I guess that's why it's interesting re watching this being a lot older. Is at the time, you really didn't give a shit, did you? You know, the guy who was doing the voiceover would convince you that this is all part of the actual film and it all makes yeah. sense. So, oh, yeah, it's wizards and swords. I mean, yeah. the, the characters look cool, but you never see them again, yeah. uh, because it's never been this one. <laughs> But it kind of makes yeah, sense in his
0: jumping in. Isn't that what George Lucas do when he said, you know, Star Wars episode four? It's like, oh yeah, there's there's three other films, kids just haven't made them yet. So, you know, in a way, Corbin is exactly doing what George Lucas was doing in Star Wars. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. so I guess I guess you can kind of get away with that with uh, fantasy and sci-fi as well. So um Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I'm just looking at it now. So Hector, he has got some producer credits for uh, the Warrior and the Sorceress, and
0: for- oh yeah, that's- I watched that one. Yeah, that, that's um, yeah. yeah. David Carradine. Uh, I'll flash up the, yeah. the cover. So there's the cover where he's like, he because
1: he looks as fuck.
0: He's ripped,
1: beast mode, he's like, ripped.
0: And then in the film, he's not ripped. Bless him. <laughs> and he's pretty much covered up with a shawl yeah. because he knows he's not ripped. So uh, that's that's a fun film. That's very much like um, Yo Jimbo. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Oh, what's the other one? Fistful uh, of Lead? Jesus. Uh, What's it called? Fistful Um, of Dollars? Fistful of Dollars, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fistful of Dollars. You know, it's the the stranger goes into town and plays the two gangs off each other and, you know, reaps the benefits. Mm. So again, that's that film. Roger Corbyn, again, just, yeah, picking and choosing and, and knowing what he's doing with that stuff. So... You know, I mean, I, I, I think I, stories it kind of like just changes the, the
1: costumes, yeah. basically. Yeah. And I, I got this. some there's some nice little scenes in this film as well, where they, they toe the fine line between being scary, but not too scary, yeah, yeah. Um, particularly with the uh, those knights coming back from the dead. The
0: zombie knights,
1: brilliant. Yeah. yeah yeah very evil dead with the whole join us uh vibe um yeah you got like the uh the uh, temptress woman uh, who turns into a kind of black widow as well yep. very of that kind of genre isn't it uh but yeah I, I think it's something which if you're a big fantasy film fan and you love the conans but you perhaps think it is a bit too tasty for your, for your youngins and definitely wizards of the lost kingdom could be that stepping stone i think yeah, uh, a
0: good gateway drug definitely man yeah yeah so, talking yeah. about the effects yeah the zombie knights were amazing i also like the um like the ghosts in the caves i thought that yeah was, yeah you know, clear like double exposure kind of stuff going yeah. on but i loved it and, uh, loads of like the, the painted on film magic effects or whatever that was all yeah. um yeah yeah so as i was saying i i I hadn't seen this film, but I thought I had. And I think a lot of that is to do with the video card, <laughs> which is again going back to false advertising you've got movie posters. So you've got you've got Luke Skywalker riding on He-Man's Battle Cat. Is the Luke Skywalker character on the poster supposed to be Bo? Or is it supposed to be Simon?
1: I don't think they get... I just, just didn't give a shit, did they?
0: Right, right. And then they've got one of the uh, the monsters, the Skexis from uh, Dark Crystal, up in the, the yeah. top corner. And again, do you know what? I, I was That's the one where I was like, you, they probably could have stolen one of the puppets and had that in the background. It wasn't in the back. It wasn't in that film at all. I mean...
1: Damn literally cool, today. Literally, no, no, no. they just thought, "What is a cool-looking poster?" Well,
0: let's yeah. just grab all these other characters, from images, other and stuff in there. Yeah, I mean, they had the main baddie on there, and that was actually quite screen accurate to him. But that's that mm. was literally the only bit that represented the film. So I was a little bit disappointed that you know they didn't even steal one of the puppets from Jim Henson's lab and you know, yeah. had him. even in the background, guys. You know, come on, come on. Yeah,
1: that's crazy. <laughs> I could we also give a bit of heads up to, to the score for this film? I mean, James Horner teamed up with a guy called Chris Young, is it, uh, for cool. the music. So yeah, James Horner. So, is I don't think yeah, he... so
0: yeah, James Horner yeah. worked with uh, James Cameron on a bunch of stuff. Um, mm. And if it's the same Chris Young, that Chris Young who went on to do like the Hells Razor soundtrack. So yeah, wow.
1: Yeah, so yeah, really, really good score for the film. So um, where they probably lacked in... Actual footage, um, they probably made up for it in in the film score as well. Some so, of it yeah. seemed
0: very familiar, so I'm not I'm not sure. I might need to do a bit <laughs> yeah. of digging on this, but I've got a feeling Roger Corman probably reused it from some of his earlier films. Um, and obviously, I'll you know flash up and say no, this is is incorrect or whatever. But I've got a feeling really? some of it's from his sci-fi Star Wars rip-off uh, Battle Star- War- of oh, the yeah. Stars. Oh, um, OK. Yeah, yeah. yeah, which is kind of Magnificent Seven in space. So I, I, I some of it definitely in the final battle. I was like, this seems really familiar. Uh, definitely for a film I haven't seen before. Uh, so, yeah, maybe or maybe I've got it wrong. So I, if I've got it wrong, I do apologize, Mr.
1: <laughs> well pinched either way.
0: <laughs> I mean, he paid Good for stuff. it, so why not? You know,
1: <laughs> I guess, yeah, yeah.
0: No, really is, good mate. choice, Jim. Uh, a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I feel like you know, my childhood now as a 42 year old man is finally complete. You know, I could die happy. Yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome. <laughs> so, Jim, oh, one thing we should mention is this is actually out on a bare bones Blu ray release out in Germany. But as far as I could see, there's no extras or anything along those lines. But, Jim, if we're going for the, the big boutique Blu ray label release, who is the company
1: that you want to put this bad boy out, I have some. Uh, I go for Arrow and I go for 101. I mean, they f- they love their 80s, don't they? Um, Arrow in particular I have some, a classic, and um, this is going to be one of my recommendations. So, the films like Legend, which is up there, one of the great yes. fantasy, uh, 101 films, they need to have a they need to um give Lou Firingo some competition because they have a lot of fantasy films starring Lou Faringo as Sinbad and, and whatnot. not. So perhaps, yeah, let's give Lou a bit of competition on one film. So yeah, Arrow and one-on-one for me, mate.
0: Excellent. Do you know what? I really struggled. So I'm just going to steal your suggestions because I think they're both really good suggestions. It so was,
1: like, yeah. it was a tricky one, a tricky one. It word, was, but, it uh, was. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think, I think you're right. I, I hadn't realized one one-on-one had put out the, Lou Ferrigno uh sword and sorcery flick so yeah that seems like a, a really good good mix so yeah I've stolen though I'll, I'll steal those Jim okay Jim you've sat down you've watched Wizards of the Lost Kingdom or you've introduced it to your kids maybe what other film hmm. are you going to follow it up with
1: there's so many good I mean eight, the 80s were really good for a lot of genres but particularly fantasy and there's so many good ones there, I, think, so I think i think it was at the point where the special track.
0: effects were were up to speed so i think yeah they they just yeah, went yeah, yeah. There, definitely man yeah,
1: yeah yeah definitely so i've gone for a few right so i've gone for crawl nice okay um, i think it's 83 crawl liam neeson's in that one as well as Robbie uh, robert Kutrange, There's some good british actors in that one yeah. uh willow uh, Val Kilmer and yeah, that's uh, one of mine
0: so yeah I, I agree wholeheartedly again, and again another Star Wars uh, ripoff, although George Lucas ripping himself off so that's allowed
1: yeah yeah absolutely so the brilliant one Legend which I've just mentioned really Scott doing his you know fantasy films brilliant brilliant film Tom Cruise and uh, yeah, Never Ending Story, because why the fuck not? Yeah, uh, I, um, I I
0: second that. Again, that was on my list. Definitely, Never Ending no. Story. Good call. Yeah, Good so goal.
1: there's my mate. There's, there's loads more, but yeah, know, I'll just give okay. a few.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll throw up some ones that uh, yeah uh you haven't mentioned. So yeah, I, I also said uh Willow, Never Ending Story. Great just fantasy, sword and sorcery stuff for kids. Beastmaster as well. Uh, PG. Mm. So yeah there's a bit of weird inappropriate nudity early on uh but directed by don Casc- uh, Cascaleri, who did phantasm uh i loved beastmaster growing up as a kid mark singer in a wig you know talking to animals and you know fighting with a sword awesome can't beat it masters of the universe with dolph lundgren sci-fi no. you know fantasy oh, yeah. kind of thing going on but again that's a great one <laughs> nothing like the actual cartoon but a lot of fun um yeah well worth doing uh and you kind of mentioned it Jim but the Hercules Lou Ferrigno movies now I actually showed these to my kids because um they were doing they were learning about Greek myths in school and so Netflix had the, the first Hercules movie on there by Lou Ferrigno he did two and then Sinbad uh, they're great fun they're done by uh, Luigi Cozzi who Kind of made a name for just doing Italian ripoffs of big blockbusters. He did Star Crash, which obviously rips up Star Wars and all of those. Uh, so, yeah, definitely check out that. There's an amazing scene where Lou Ferrigno punches a bear or a man in a bear suit and he punches him so hard you then see it float out of the atmosphere and around the planet Earth. Wow. So yeah, those are my recommendations, but I absolutely agree uh, with with your picks there as well, Jimson. Quality, kid-friendly, sword and sorcery movies from the 80s. so so many. Good call, man, good call. Right then, (laughs) so that's our recommendations. Have you guys seen Wizards of the Lost Kingdom? What did you guys think? Are there any other movies that you think would pair nicely with Bo Svensson playing a cowboy in fantasy times? Also, are there any other movies that you think deserve the exquisite Blu-ray treatment? And Jim, what else can these beautiful people do for us?
1: Oh, guys, yeah. And remember, if you do like this video, then please hit the like button. Uh, if you've been enjoying the Mad Science Forbes content, then come join us on Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Again, any comments or suggestions, leave us in the comment section down below. Thank you and goodbye.